Get ready for unique, rare, and little-known treasures from the golden age of radio. You're listening to The Amazing World of Radio with Adam Graham. Welcome to The Amazing World of Radio and our Summer of Bogart, now nearing its conclusion for this Labor Day weekend. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, email it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. This program is brought to you by our patrons at patreon.greatdetectives.net. If you'd like to support the show on a continuing basis, become one of our patrons at patreon.greatdetectives.net. We're going to go ahead and in honor of the Labor Day holiday, we'll bring you a double dose of Bold Venture with two separate episodes. The first is from May 14th, 1951, This Gun Will Kill You. And then from August 6th, 1951, The Search for Tommy Bond. Bold Venture. Adventure, intrigue, mystery, romance, starring Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall. Together in the sultry setting of tropical Havana and the mysterious islands of the Caribbean. Bold Venture. Once again, the magic names of Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall bring you Bold Venture and a tale of mystery and intrigue. In Shannon's place do many dwell, the pretty, the ugly, the high tone swell. They come to Havana to have some jolly sit around in the evening to discuss their follies. Right now this small hotel is graced by charming lady with handsome face, and husband who get younger by the hour, thinking how he wife is pretty like a flower. Oh, isn't that lovely, Robert? Yes, Martha. Oh, you sing beautifully, King Moses. It's, I don't know, joyful, haunting. Thank you, Mrs. Palmer. You must be tired, Mrs. Palmer. All the sightseeing you've done today, you and your husband. Oh, Robert and I couldn't go to sleep now. We'll just go over there and sit in those handsome wicker chairs, discuss our follies, and watch. Watch the lights of Havana, the color. That's what we'll do, won't we, Robert? Just watch. Whatever you wish, Martha. Oh, I love you, Robert. Take my arm. You didn't mind those things I bought. Anything you do, Martha, it's all right. I hope you were paying attention, Slate. Lesson one in how a gent treats a lady. Yeah, look me up when you get to be like Mrs. Palmer. That could take years. That's what I said. You know something about those two? What? I'll bet when they check out, we won't find one towel missing. Yeah, not even the one I put in their rooms. The one you swiped from the Hotel Muncie. Well, don't look at me like that, Slate. I just did it to make them feel at home. My favorite towel, and you... Uh, Senor, Senorita, 
You may not be aware of it, but a large thrill has just entered into your lives. <laughs> not tonight, Chico. We've got everything we need. Oh, you desolate me. Don't take it too hard, Chico. Here's a buck. Ah, uh, senorita. The minute I put my eyes on you, I say to myself in my mother's tongue, here is a queen. See how the news gets around, Slate? Please. I cannot take dollar and give nothing in return. They built me this way when I was a baby. Here, have a picture postcard and wear it in good health. Adios, you thrill me, people. <laughs> a buck for a tourist postcard, a color picture of a flossy tourist hotel. Oh, you've been taken, sailor. Good. It was my buck. I can... Hey, look at this slate. It's already been written on. It's addressed to you. Huh? You mean you can't even send it to the folks back home? It says, I need you, Slate, right now. Drop everything, right now. Signed, Sam Meston. Sam Meston? What does he want with me? You won't go, will you, Slate? Not to help anyone like Meston. He said he needed me, didn't he? You coming, sailor? Sure. I love to help people like Sam Meston. They're so grateful they kick you in the teeth. Good night, Mr. and Mrs. Palmer. We have to go out. Slate's trying for a merit badge. You coming? You see, Robert, I told you it would work. It was so simple, really. You're very clever, Martha. Here's your coat, Robert. You'll need it in the chill night air. Hurry, Robert. We'll lose them if you don't hurry. Be careful, dear. There's a puddle of water. I see it. Well, walk around it. There. Think of it. Mr. Shannon will lead us straight to Sam Meston. Martha. One more killing, Robert, that's all. Then there'll be nothing else to worry about. Yeah, I suppose so. Don't hate yourself, dear. Couldn't stand it. Martha, please. After all, your first wife, Alice, was an old, tired woman. And wealthy. That has nothing to do with it. Oh, Mr. Shannon, Mr. Val, just turn that corner. We'd better hurry. Help me up the curb, dear. Martha. Martha, I, I have an idea. Oh? Tell me, Robert. Why can't we go back to Muncie before we do this thing, this killing? Forget all about it. And keep paying Mr. Meston all that money. He's so greedy, dear. Mr. Meston must be... Yes, yes, I, I suppose so. It's the only way, Robert. And Mr. Shannon will lead him to us. Mr. Shannon knows everybody in Havana. That's why I had that funny little Cuban man deliver this note to him. I think we ought to go back to Muncie. Now, you listen to me, Robert. We killed your wife. Mr. Meston was hired by the insurance company to investigate her death. He found the gun I used, and he's held on to it. Blackmail. It has to stop. Yes, yes, whatever you say, Martha. Of course. And, Robert? Yes? Isn't Havana a beautiful city? Senor Smith, amigo and senor the sailor, welcome, welcome. Alfredo Gomez bid you welcome to the Hotel Metropole Ritz. Alfredo Gomez says the place is yours, unequivocally, irrevocably, and without doubt. Hi. <laughs> the last time he gave you the place, sailor, he took it right away from me and threw me out. <laughs> That's the story of your life, isn't it? I do not wish to interrupt, but por favor. 
Why have I given you the hotel? Is Sam Aston still registered here? Sam who? Sam Maston. Who, Maston? S-A-M, Sam. M-E-S-T-O-N, Maston. Let's see you get out of that. What are you both saying? Sam Maston. I want to see him. I want to know if he's registered here. Sam Maston. Sailor just spelled it for you. A joke? I'm supposed to say, ha-ha? Ha-ha. Alfredo, what's the matter with you? You know Sam as well as you know me and Sailor. Please. The moment in time has come when I must take back my hotel. I am busy. They're having a convention here. The Daughters of the Hacienda Rifle and Pistol Club. Pardon me for the rest of the week. Okay, Alfredo, if that's the way you want it. Come on, Sailor. I don't understand what's going on here, Slate. Something's scaring, Alfredo. Sam Meston, this is Alfredo. They were looking for you, Sam. You better go far, far away. Mind if I coin a phrase, Slate? Go ahead. Stun me with it. All right. Phrase. My feet are killing me. Why don't you go back to Shannon's place and wait for me? Nah. I'm going to be brave. Just tell me how many more places are we going to have to look for Sam Meston? Consider it, sailor. Here's a man who's known all over Havana. And all of a sudden, people never heard of him or they don't know who he is. Funny, isn't it? I'm tingling from the strangeness of it all. Slate, when we get back, will you rub my feet? I'm going in here. Pool room? It hits you like that, huh? The middle of the night and you get a big yen to play nickel nine ball. The guy who runs the place is named Garson. He knows Meston. Whatever you say, Slade. Place is practically empty. That's Garson playing on the last table. You wait here. And do what? Your snooker's a little weak. Go practice. Garson. Huh? Oh, hello, Shannon. Didn't hear you come in. You seen Sam Meston? How would you play this shot? Ah. Here, here, and here. Uh-huh. <laughs> you like it? Olay. Gee, wow. Hey, you like it? Watch this one. You're crowding, Slate. Sam Meston. This is a toughie. Beautiful, huh? What's everybody so cagey for, Garson? You want to shoot pool? Grab yourself a table. Sixty cents an hour. Hey, look, Garson. You can't push the management around, Slate. Get out of here. Where's Meston? What happened to him? Okay, you're asking for help to get out. Huh? Yeah, just that. To... You're asking for you. And you'll tell me. <laughs> tell me, Garson, and I'll make you fit into the rack. <laughs> tell me. Paseo Lima, number 14, ground floor. Huh. Now, there's one to try a man's metal. You like that shot, Garson? I have told you to. Sam is not here. I have not seen him since he went to the Estados Unidos many days ago. Look, Lola, 
Maybe I didn't make it clear. Sam bought a guy to give me a postcard. It said he needed me. That's why I'm here, to help him. My husband, he needs no one. Maybe he doesn't at that slate. Look at the way Lola's dressed. From Paris, isn't it, Lola? Sailor's right, Lola. Sam must be doing good. Your clothes, that necklace, the new furniture. You notice it, Sailor? I've been rubbing my hands on it. Hmm, dusty. Now, if I had furniture like this, I'd Get really... out of here. I do not know what strange joke you are trying to play. But you have undoubtedly had your amusement. Now get out. Go home. Now, why didn't we think of that, Slate? Home. Place to sleep. A place to wash out my nylons. Let's go, Slate. First, I want to leave my calling card. A guy asked for help. A guy I could live without. I grub all over Havana for him. People make jokes at me, try to slug me. And why don't you take the lady's advice, Shannon, and go home? Huh? Sam Meston. Greetings, Sam. The whole world's been telling me you were out. You should listen to what people tell you, Shannon. You learn things that way and you don't get hurt. I'll remember. Just for the record, why'd you send me that postcard? You never got a postcard because I didn't send one. It'll have to be better than that, Shannon, if you want to cut in. Sam, please. Maybe What else not... could it be, Lola? You want a piece of what I got? You're here to put a finger on me and say, give us a piece. You'll never get it, Shannon. You can die at my feet and you'll never get it. Whatever it is, who wants it? Hey, what is this, a rest stop? It's the back door, Sam. I Entertain will go. our guest, Lola. I'll get it myself. What do you want? Hey. Sam. Sam, who was it? You, you wanted it, Shannon. Take it. The gun in the drawer. Take it. You get rich on it. Maybe you die on it like me. Our stars Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall, and the second act of our story. Mr. Shannon, he looked all over town, up and down street, then turned around. This fella he looked for, his name is Sam. Now, fella, he is Mr. Very Dead Sam. Slate. Yeah? You're sorry he's dead, aren't you? I never did anything to me. What are you going to do about it? I phoned LaSalle. He's going to meet me at police headquarters about noon. I'm going to turn over the gun and... A lady come in, she walk real slow. She wear black lace for a new widow. She has the look of... Yeah, I see her, King. Be careful, Slate. She lied to you once. Good morning, Senora. I want you to know how sorry we are. Send flowers. We're going to do that too, Senora. But right now, Slate's being a gentleman. Allow him the luxury. Bueno, console yourself that you have killed my husband. What are you talking about? The killers follow you all over Havana. You find Sam. The killers find Sam. I said I was sorry. Anything I can do... There is what to do. You took a gun from Sam. 
The gun he told you was in the drawer. Give it to me. I don't like the way she asked. Now, look, Senora. Sam told me to take it. He must have had a reason for it. I'm going to find out what it is. Give it to me. Give me the gun. Now, I don't like the way you ask. Keep it, then. Be a fool and hug it to you. Sam said it, and I will say it. That gun will kill you. Robert, are you asleep? No, Martha. You were restless all night. Once I thought you were sobbing. But you were only talking in your sleep, wasn't that it? We're done, aren't we, Martha? Done with killing? We can go home now? No, Robert, we can't. Well, you killed him, killed Meston. That ends it, doesn't it? But they have the gun, Robert. Mr. Shannon and Mr. Val. I was downstairs and I heard them talking about it. We'll have to get it somehow. Well, how will you do that? Oh, I have it all planned here in my head. You're not to give it a moment's thought. And no more killing. Swear it. Don't ask me that, because I can't. I'll tell you later what we must do. Kiss me, Robert. And do try to get some sleep. Eleven o'clock, Slate. Don't you have to go to police headquarters and see LaSalle? I told you noon. You trying to get rid of me? I've got a reason. You don't want me to watch you bathe your feet in Epsom salts, huh? In bicarbonate. We're out of Epsom. Well, how come? You're supposed to take care of kitchen supplies. We're out of ketchup, too. Come in. Oh, if I'm disturbing you, just tell me to go. Not at all, Mrs. Palmer. I'm going to see the size of Havana. Well, have fun and don't... Don't take any wooden nickels? I know. We've got that one in Muncie, too. The young men use it. Oh, we've got handsome young men in Muncie. Or eventually there would be no Muncie. Oh. Is there something we can do for you, Mrs. Palmer? Yes. Yes, there is. Uh, Mr. Val, would you go with me? Me? Well, there's so many places I've missed. You know Havana so well. You could show them to me. Mr. Val would be delighted. Slate my feet. Uh, you two girls just run along. Have a wonderful time. And sailor. What do you want? Don't take any wooden nickels. More stop, dear. I promised these people I'd bring you by to meet them. See? Wasn't far, was it? Hey, this is Sam Meston's place. This is where exactly, he was... Exactly, my dear. Please knock on the door. I don't get it. What's the idea... Knock on the door, Mr. Val. Because, you see, I can't. Not with my purse in one hand and this gun in the other. My Grandma, what big eyes you have. Knock. Anything for the tourists. It's a motto with me. Come in, Mr. Val. Mr. Palmer. You better take care of your wife, Mr. Palmer. Havana's too much for her. Look, the sweet thing's pulled a gat on me. The other one. Is she here, Robert? In the next room. I tied her up, gagged her. We'll go to her. Yes, Martha. You can put that thing away now, Mrs. Palmer. It helped a lot. My feet don't hit a bit anymore. I like you, Mr. Val. You have many qualities. Now we're chums again, huh? Pals, friends, buddies. Here she is, Martha. Lola, 
That's your name, isn't it? Lola, you understand what is about to happen to you, don't you? Pray, my dear, I give you that. See if she's dead, Robert. Yes, Martha, she's dead. Now, you too will understand me, Mr. Bell. Sam Meston willed you and Mr. Shannon a gun. I want it. So Robert and I can live happily. You've got a gun. How many do you need to be happy? How many people dead? You will call Mr. Shannon on the phone. Tell him to bring the gun, nothing else. Tell him, if he doesn't, I'll kill you. don't understand, Senor Shannon. Why do you want me to return to you this gun you took from Sam Meston? What good is the gun to you? I'll tell you what good it is. Word gets around fast in Havana. And the current word is that I've got the gun. Someone's going to try to take it away from me. And you want to be the cuckoo? The pigeon. Hmm, it is a matter of opinion. Another thing. You told me you had a file on Sam Meston. See, si. Senor Meston, ever since he has been in Havana, had no means of support that were visible to the naked eye which made us lift an eyebrow. Last year, we investigated him. What did you find out? He was a private investigator for the Acme Insurance Company of your country. His last known assignment was for a murder case in a town with an impossible name like uh, Doncy, Indiana. Muncie, Indiana. Muncie, Doncy. It is still impossible. But a murder case. The state of Indiana versus Robert Palmer. Robert Palmer? Please, you are taking the words out of my mouth. Hmm. What about Mrs. Palmer? Mrs. Palmer was murdered. Well, what do you know? Por favor. Now, what about the gun, LaSalle? You going to give it to me? Lend it to you. If you please, sign here. And leave a deposit. No, senor, not money. Your word. Has Sailor come back yet? No, not yet, Mr. Slate. Perhaps she stopped in place with the nice lady. Yeah, maybe we were wrong about the nice lady, King. Maybe I better go and find Sailor and take her away from the nice lady. Why? I don't think my girl ought to run around with murderers. She might get killed. Shannon's place, Slate Shannon's... Well, once don't talk back, Slate. That gun. Bring it to Sam Meston's. And no cops. Just you with a gun. Sailor. If you expect to find me alive, that is. That's what Mrs. Palmer says. And you know Mrs. Palmer. She's... Mr. Shannon? Yes, Mr. Shannon. Open the door. I have a gun at Mr. Val's head, Mr. Shannon. So you'd better come in with your hands up. Are your hands up? They're up. Good. Open the door, Robert. Have they hurt you, sailor? She killed Mrs. Meston right in front of me. That hurt. My dear, there was no other way. Was there, Robert? Let's do what we have to do, Martha. Take the gun away from him. You have the gun with you, Mr. Shannon? It's in my pocket. Robert, get it. I've got it. Is it loaded? 
It's empty, Martha. That's the gun you killed your first wife with, isn't it, Mr. Palmer? I didn't kill her. The dear little lady must have knocked her off slate. This gun is the thing that kept Sam Meston in the chips. He found the evidence that would hang you, and he kept it. Tell me something, Mr. Palmer. Do you love the present Mrs. Palmer? Martha, we have what we need. Let's go. Miss Duval asked you a question, Robert. Miss Duval asked you the question because we'd both like to know. How does it feel to love a woman who kills so easily? Don't be embarrassed, Robert. You can tell me. Robert's proud of his love for me. You just stand there and agree with everybody, Robert. But I'll tell you something. I admire you. I couldn't love a woman like Mrs. Palmer. Why not? A sweet lady like her. We all have our faults. Hers just happens to be killing people. <laughs> yeah, that's why. I'd be afraid of her. I'd be afraid she'd kill me. Shut up. I'll... I'll... Kill them, Martha? See how easy it is for her, Robert? Martha, would you kill me? Oh, what's the matter with you? Now, now's a good chance to kill me, Martha. Kill me and blame it on these people here. Go ahead. Kill me. You can do it. Just pull the trigger. Robert. Robert, stay away from me. Robert. Robert, don't you see what they've done? Don't walk toward me. Stay away. Get her. Get her. Robert. You fool. Out of my way. Drop that gun. Drop it. I'll kill you. Kill you. I take it all back, Robert. You're a brave man. Uh, I'm a murderer. As evil as she is. But it's over now. Yeah, it's over. Sailor. Uh-huh? You're clever with a dial phone. Dial 111, the police. Tell them to get here. Sailor? Oh, there's nothing like a foot bath. If anyone asks me to take another step... Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's why I'm not going to ask you to do it. Do what? There's a dance tonight at the Plaza Royale. I've got two passes. Well, I guess I'll have to stagger. Hey, wait. Oh, don't worry about it. I'll probably meet somebody. Slate, you're not going without me. I can dance. Look. One, two, three, kick. One, two, three, kick. One, two. <laughs> You'll be a sensation. Let's go dancing, sailor. And so our two stars, Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall, have brought to a close our latest Bold Venture story. Special music was composed and conducted by David Rose. May we invite you to listen again next week at this time for another exciting adventure starring Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall together in Bold Venture. Adventure, intrigue, mystery, romance starring... Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall together in the sultry setting of tropical Havana and the mysterious islands of the Caribbean Bold Venture
once again, the magic names of Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall bring you Bold Venture and a tale of mystery and intrigue. Slate, wake up. Come on, wake up. Go away. I'm in the middle of a dream. Tell you'll meet her around the corner at half past eight. Come on, on your feet, mate. Sack time's over. Look, sailor. Never walk into a man's office while he's in the middle of his siesta. Get up. You've got a visitor in the lobby. Have him sign the register, give him his key, carry his bag to his room, then maybe he'll tip you. Why, sailor? It's a lady. Hmm? Young? Pretty? Beautiful? I didn't ask her. That's good. Now I can find out for myself. Get me out of this mosquito netting, sailor. Why should I? You look better with a veil. Come on, the girl's practically in a swoon now. I want to watch what happens to her when she finally meets you. Yeah, me too. In a swoon, huh? Right in the lobby, huh? Mrs. Reed, this is Slate Shannon. Hardly worth waiting for, was it? Mrs. Oh, pardon me. I've got some unfinished business at a siesta. No, no, please, Mr. Shannon. Stay. I can make it worth your while. I'm rich. That's why I'll pay you $1,000 to find my husband. Oh, please, Mr. Shannon. Find him for me. Talk to him. Convince him to come back. Look, honey, why do you need him? Guy will run away from his wife and leave her nothing but a mink rug. What good's a guy like that? It should happen to me. No, you don't understand. Tommy's sensitive, deep. And, well, he got involved in a murder here in Havana. Yeah, that's, that's pretty sensitive. He was absolved of it. Tommy couldn't kill. No, my husband's a wanderer. He doesn't like to be tied down. When did you see your husband last, Mrs. Reed? Four months ago. He came here to Havana to think things over. I send him money every week. That's the way I like to hear a girl talk. But I stopped doing that. I thought if I sent him no more money that he'd come back to me. He hasn't. He got more lost instead. Oh, please, Mr. Shannon. You know Havana. You can find him. Any amount, anything you want. Where'd you send the money? Care of general delivery here in Havana. Uh Uh-huh. I'll, uh, grab a fistful, put it in a big fat manila envelope, get a green one, something I can recognize, and send it like you always did. You're going to find her husband for her, huh, Slate? Yeah. A girl like Mrs. Reed. How do I look with a hole in my head, sailor? Better, Slate. Makes you look real breezy. Can't you hold your head like that, Bailey, when I'm sketching? That's it, just like that. You've got an interesting face. Hey, Ross. What? You still think about it? I do. I never thought I'd grow up to kill a man. I remember in high school, I I couldn't make up my mind what I wanted to be. A drifter who killed. Forget it. When Tommy Reed, that rich dame's husband, stumbled into my joint in Havana, all we were going to do was rolling. That's why you slipped a gun in my hands, huh? You're not so dumb, Bailey. I figured you'd figure that. For instance, switching identity with Tommy before the cops came. Then telling them the dead man was Ross Moore, me. 
He tried to hold up the joint, and look what happened, copper. Because I read the papers. Yeah. Because right near Little Orphan Annie was an item about how a guy named Tommy Reed had run away from a rich wife. Uh, how come no more money from home? Tommy's wife ain't cutting you off, is she? Maybe I'll type her another letter. Sign Tommy's name again. Because you're a big artist with the hands. Do it, kid. I don't like it here in San Vicente. I don't like this cafe I'm running. Well, I get money, kid. Or look over your shoulder before you turn your back on me. Give me another dime, Slade. What for? I've been playing the stamp machine. Haven't lost yet. Come on, the dime, while I'm still ahead. <laughs> you know, that's what I like about you, sailor, the way you run amok in a post office. What else is there for a girl to do in a post office? That's a question. All right. I got a special delivery for Slate Shannon. So kiss me. You just stand there and hold the pucker, sailor. A skinny little man just walked away from the general delivery window with a fat green manila envelope in his skinny little fist. You got a heavy load, Chico. Uh, the way you say it through your thin mouth, senor, it scares me. I'm as scared as a man. Ask anybody. You catch on quick, Chico. The envelope, hand it over. You're a plain clothes postman, senor? Give it to me. Because I do not want to make a scene. I am also a do not want to make a scene, man. Take it. He's heavy for me anyway. You're doing great, Chico. Now tell me... How come you pick up an envelope addressed to Tommy Reed? Because Tommy Reed pays me to do such things for him. I'm on his payroll, senor. You going to stop all that loveliness by jacking me high? I'm in the mood to run your errands for you. That's all, Chico. Your mood will carry you maybe 70 miles, senor, to the Cafe Estrella in San Vicente. Have a nice trip. Thanks. That's where I find Tommy Reed? Oh, see, you love it in San Vicente, senor. People go around with thin mouths all day, like you. It's very scary. Thank you. For what? For not beating me to a pulp to rob me. Hate that pulpy feeling. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, I don't believe it. Sailor. Right in back of you, Shannon. I watched the whole thing. Thrilling, wasn't it? Come on, sailor. The mail goes through tonight. How do you like Sam Vincenti, sailor? Mm, he's out to a pet shop. Send me. Hey, look, there's another one. Come on. Oh, isn't that a beautiful parrot? Look at the way he's looking at you, Slate. He hates you. Hey, hey, get him off me, sailor. Here, Polly, here. Cut it out, bird. That's it. Oh, Slate, I want to buy him. Tell the proprietor to stuff him. I'll pay for it. I'm going up the street, sailor, to the Estrella Cafe. Hi, mate. What's your pleasure? Tommy Reed. Is he around? Tommy Reed, huh? Gee, there's a name I haven't heard since... <laughs> In fact, I never heard of it. In case somebody introduces me to Tommy someday, uh, who shall I say ask? Slate Shannon. Gee, mine's Bailey. You say Tommy Reed, senor? Oh, take a walk for yourself, Loopy, before I... Before what, senor? Nothing? One of these days you're going to get too close with that knife, baby. Yeah. Let me pull it out of the table for you, Loopy. 
Here. Gracias. One day I kill this man in the throat. <laughs> yeah, that's an opening conversation if ever I heard one. Let's sit down. Ah, what about Tommy Reed, Loopy? Don't talk to him. Away. Get away from here. Before I do the thing of the knife. <laughs> I am clever with men. No, Senor Slate Shannon? A regular genius. Now, why you want this, Tommy? I don't want him. His wife wants him. He will not go back to her. Where is he? Try on Avenue Robles, numero 64. All right. Adios, Loopy. Slate. Hey, Slate. Oh, I see you found yourself a bird, too. You always were a handy man with a salt shaker. Did you buy the parrot? Uh-uh. He nipped. She come for same man, too? <laughs> Sailor came along for the ride. She cannot have him. She cannot... Watch her, Slate. She's got a knife. She always does. Come on, put it down, Loopy. Put it down. I will grip her. I will show you... Just drop the knife. Ah. Just take it easy. Sailor doesn't want anything from you. Take her out of here. Go. Yeah. Before I... Yeah, I know. The throat. Well, let's go see a man about a wife, sailor. You came through all this... Bailey? Loopy? I almost didn't make it with Loopy. Uh, classic, isn't she? You came to my rooms through all this just to ask me to go back to my adoring wife, Janice of the safety deposit boxes? You going back to her, Tommy? The light's good in San Vincente. I've never done better sketches in my life. That Loopy's quite a sketch, too. Have you ever done one called Loopy without knife? I have. Either way, it's more exciting than Janice and the Jodper set. I've been sitting here studying you, Shannon. It's good here in San Vincente. Why don't you stick around? Don't tempt me, kid. You said the right thing, Slate. I could take up this knife dodge, too, if you ever try to walk away from me. No dice, huh, Tommy? No dice. Just tell Janice to keep the money coming. It'll keep a warm spot glowing in my heart for her. You just went and spoiled it, Tommy. Come on, Slate. Let's go break a woman's heart. Sometimes you're real good at that. Miss Reed! Hey, Mrs. Reed! Hi Told me at your hotel you were out here on the beach. Oh, did you find Tommy? I found him. Is he all right? Sure, he's fine. We had a nice talk together. What did he say? Well, he said he didn't want to... Hey, wait a minute. Hmm? Look, up there. What? There's a man up there. He's waving to us. Oh, I wonder why. Do you know him? Well, he's too far away. I can't make him out. Hello! What did Tommy tell you? Did he say... Watch out. He's got a rifle. Duck. Oh! Oh! You all right? Mrs. Reed. Now you'll never know that Tommy won't come home.
Now, back to Bold Venture. Our stars, Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall, and the second act of our story. Mr. Shannon, he journeyed to San Vicente in behalf of Lady Young and Pretty to find a man who is losing foot, cannot find a place to root. He said to Mr. Shannon, go tell my wife, without you, dearie, is very fine life. Mr. Shannon, he go to tell the word, but she shot from gun before she heard. Maybe she happier so, Mr. Slate. A woman who must love a man who drifts is a woman who must search the dark places for her heart. Cut it out, King. She's dead. Leave her alone. What's the matter with you, Slate? The man just made a comment, that's all. That's uh, just what I need. Comment. Has anyone here got a good comment on who killed her? Calm down. Forget it, will you? Forget it, will you, she says. What's happened to all the bright answers, sailor? Don't you think it's important that a woman was shot down? Sure, I think it's important. But to whom, Slate? Your part of it's over. No, I guess it isn't. I ought to know better than to try to keep you out of this. You just won't quit, will you? You won't quit, Miss Sailor. Mr. Slade will... Shannon speaking. Inspector LaSalle on the reverse side, senor. Now, what do you police want now? First, I ask you politely to appear to me at headquarters. Then, having heard you refuse, I warn you I will send six policemen after you. Each of same having large muscles. Adios, Senor Shannon. You look thoughtful, Senorita Duval. Whenever a girl gets shot for wanting her man back, it makes me stop and think. And you, Senor Shannon, the wrinkles are pensive on your brow. Por qué? Translation, come how? Whenever I get arrested, it brings out the pensive in me, occupational disease. On the table is the question of what you know of the murdered Mrs. Janice Reed. Well, let's see. She was pretty. She was lovely. She came to... Because you wanted her husband back, remember? Yeah. Husband who was involved in a murder here in Havana. I have been poring over the file of the murder. The man Thomas Reed was vindicated. You mind if I pour over your shoulder, LaSalle? What for, Slate? What do you want with the file? My file is your file, senor. A saying we have in the police. Because there is a growing shortage of rope to wear about the neck. You read a police file on an old murder and we find ourselves back in San Vicente. Why, Slate? You want to stuff another parrot? We found out a lot of things in that file. All we have to do now is prove them. Why not just give it to LaSalle? Things like this keep him in tacos and tortillas. A woman gets killed walking at my side. It makes an empty feeling. I want to get rid of it. Any objections? That's what I live for. For you to get rid of an empty feeling. <laughs> well, well. Look who is here. The Goodwill Tourists. What's the matter, kids? You looking for another husband? You never have that trouble, do you, girl? Where's Bailey? He sleeps upstairs in his room. Spinning a swizzle stick <laughs> makes him too tired. 
Loopy fix something for you, Slate Shannon. Just Tommy Reed. Give me a fix on him. You come to insult me. You come to tell me he gone from me many hours. You tell me a thing I know. Slip the knife back into your garter, honey, and I'll tell you where he's gone. You, you know where Slate Shannon? Tell me. I go to him. I slice him. No, no, I, I don't know, but I know where I'd go. I'd go back to Havana to claim my wife's body, weep a fat tear, get her fat insurance money so I could live good. Get rid of Loopy. Hey, maybe that's what he did. You lie. You... The, the knife looks better where you had it, Loopy. Uh, believe me. Come on, sailor, let's disturb a man's rest. understand what you have to do, sailor. Just go into Bailey's room. Get him to admit it. How do I do that? <laughs> Girl with your talent, sailor. Your eyes, your lips, the dashing way you wear a fellow's dungarees. You can't think of something? I'm scared, Slate. You think you'll notice my trembling legs? Yeah, that's what I'm counting on. Go on in, sailor. If you need me, just whisper. I'll hear it. Uh-uh. Don't knock. Just walk in like you were a dream come to roost. I could lay an egg. Why, Mr. Bailey, fancy meeting you here. I'll take it easy, Shannon. She'll be all right. It's the only way. How else could you... Huh? A loopy. I have thought about what you say to me, Slate Shannon. About the man you call Tommy. Come with me. I give you proof of this thing you must prove. I'll do it my own way, if you don't mind, Loopy. I do not mind. But this knife at your stomach, she mind. Ah, uh, sailor's going to miss me. <laughs> Knives. A man just has to grow fond of you, doesn't he, Loopy? I mix you something, honey? I said yes, you'd have to get up and walk away from me, Bailey. Oh, poor you. You're lying through your teeth, aren't you, hon? A lie with syrup on top. Let me taste. Yeah, come here, let me taste. Why, Jack, how you do carry on. Oh. Just relax. I want to talk to you. Talk? You flipped, honey? Listen to me. You don't have a big secret anymore. Slate Shannon knows all about you. About what happened in that cafe in Havana a while back. He knows the real Tommy Reed's been dead since then. What else does he know? He's seen your buddy's sketch. He's figured your buddy's been forging letters to Mrs. Reed. So now? Shannon checked the police files, and he's figured there's only one way this thing makes sense. Ross fooled the cops and Tommy's wife by switching identification at the time of the murder. So now? Tommy Reed's been dead all the while. And now Mrs. Reed's dead. You've got a good aim, Bailey. I've got aces and spades in. I got you. I can shoot my mouth off all night. Nothing happens to me because where I go, you go. Sure, I killed it. You know why? Slate. Slate, he admitted it. He. Slate, where are you? Expecting Shannon, huh? Oh, look at me, all at Twitter. Come back in, Mr. Val. You'll die in the doorway. In here, Slate Shannon. 
Open the door. Well, maybe the folks at home are practicing a rumba. Shouldn't we knock? Whose place is it? Mine. Open. Inside. Andale. I've heard that when a host holds a knife in his guest's back, it just isn't hospitable. The knife is to sharpen your hearing. Oh, you're going to tell me something. Toto. All. Everything. You're going to save yourself the trouble, Loopy. I know Toto all everything. That Tommy Reed isn't Tommy Reed. That his name is Ross, all of it. Now you can take that knife out of my back. No, I cannot. I do not know whether to stick you or no. I have not made up the mind. Let him alone, Ross! Oh, Ross, mi alma. Where have you been? Where have you been? I hired a boat. I went fishing. Sea trout, Shannon, this big. You should have been there. Fun. Yeah, it would have been at that. I like you, Ross. But you killed a man four months ago. What's that between two guys like us? Let me kill him. <laughs> you got yourself quite a kid here, Ross. Yeah. Protects me like anything. Man gets so he looks forward to that. A man gets a lot of ways. You, for instance. I can understand how you might have killed another man, but Mrs. Reed, why her? I didn't like that part of it either. My Ross hurts no woman. Bailey, Pig Bailey, he shot the senora. I envy you, Ross. You've got friends all around you. Even a guy who kills for you so you can inherit a fortune. Bailey likes to do things for me. And Loopy, too. Let me do with Ross. Let me kill Shut him. Shut up. It's between Slate and me. You got yourself into a thing here, Slate. It poses a problem. If you walk out of here... Having a party, kids? Am I invited? I'm invited. What'd you do with Sailor? I tied her to an ironing board, and I tied the ironing board to a door. She'll keep. What do you want, Bailey? Why the gun? How come everybody in Cuba suddenly knows what happened to my cafe in Havana four months ago? They're talking about what you did to that woman on the beach, too, which washes us up, Bailey. Outside. <laughs> washes what up? You're not brushing me. You're going to get all that money and half of it's mine. More if I want. Keep away from Ross. Keep away from him. <laughs> Peek! I told you! Oh, oh, oh. You! You! Peek! The knife teaches you. No hands on Ross. You! This gun! Ross! Ross! Hold me. Hold me. I... I do not want to... She's dead, Slate. I'll carry you, Lupe. And put you down here. Sleep well, Lupe. I don't think she'll like knowing she died the same time as Bailey. Never say that many words after the dead, Shannon. Well? Well what? It's you or me. One of us have got to walk out of here. Yeah. You or me. You're good, Slate. Could be better. Goodbye. You fight a good fight, but killing softens you up. It's all over.
do you want? Stand there a minute. What for? Well, just stand there, that's all. Like this? <laughs> that's right. Don't laugh, Slate. Three hours on an ironing board will do that to you. This is the first time I've ever seen you with a crease in your jeans. Golly, you're a funny fellow. Come here. You come here. It hurts when I walk. All right. You like that? Poor, defenseless girl. Well, next time, tell him to pour starch on you, sailor. You wrinkle too easy. And so our two stars, Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall, have brought to a close our latest Bold Venture story. Special music was composed and conducted by David Rose. May we invite you to listen again next week at this time for another exciting adventure starring Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall together in Bold Venture. Welcome back. Listening to this series a second time, I do appreciate its appeal more. It's certainly not realistic, but it's incredibly entertaining and stylized in its own way. Uh, the character of uh, Lupe in the second episode was really uh, very interesting and fun to hear. And you definitely get a sense of how much trouble Slate is constantly in. And probably why a big rule of survival would be stay enough out of the way so that you can have some of your enemies finish each other off before you have to actually deal with the main threat. All right, well, we'll have one more episode of Bold Venture for you on Wednesday. Um, I hope you enjoyed this little extra uh, special uh, dose. If you do have a comment, send it to me, uh, box13 at greatdetectives.net, and uh, check out our main show, Great Detectives of Old Time Radio at greatdetectives.net, and uh, you can become one of our patrons at patreon.greatdetectives.net. Uh, from Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off. <laughs>